Coming up, Overton and Madden get heated. Sonoya had a big mess. Brad Sweet and Casey Kane rep high limit and more from the Dirt Racing Weekend. Let's go. It's Monday, March 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. There's some weeks where I work on a Monday show and I've got to try and find different angles, different things to talk about. Then there are Mondays like today where the story from the weekend just basically writes itself. I'm going to start with the Sunday Southern All-Star Show at Cherokee Speedway. 29 cars, $20,000 to the winner, and the name lived up to its billing, March Madness. Michael Brown and Mike Marler started on the front row together and Marler was in control right away. Things didn't get spicy, though, until the second half of this one. As has been commonplace at Cherokee in the past, tires became an issue later in the 50-lapper. There were numerous cautions inside 20 to go for flats, and that's when things got exciting. Both the top two would drop out of contention with tire issues, and we ended up with a dust-up between Chris Madden and Brandon Overton. On one of those restarts, Madden lost a tire out of four and slid up the track collecting Overton. The two were animated at each other on the track, and the fireworks continued after both pulled off. This video is from Logan Sparks on Facebook. Madden emerged from his car with words for Overton. Then Overton gets out of the well 76 as the disagreement continues. As you can see on the screen here, there were some belly bumps from Overton. Uh, there was a shove or two. There's some choice language. And it took several minutes and a visit from the Cherokee County Sheriff's deputies on hand before things were able to finally dissipate. Afterwards, Madden declined to comment, but Overton told Robert Holman, quote, we're magnets. Every time we're around each other, we're going to run into each other every time. It don't matter where, uh, where we're at. We could be in North Dakota, and it's the same shit every time, unquote. Certainly not uncommon to see shenanigans like this at dirt races, but it was interesting for it to happen between two high-profile guys. You don't normally see things devolve to this point between some of these guys like this. And I mean, you know, over the last couple of years, these are two of the winningest drivers in dirt lane models. In the end, though, the issues for Marler, Brown, Overton, and Madden elevated Chris Ferguson from fifth to the lead, and Fergie basically didn't have to do anything for it. Fergie held on over the final laps to score the win, and he did so in his new Longhorn chassis. His cousin Carson Ferguson finished second, with Georgia driver Caleb Gay going 25th to third. And really, that Sunday show at Cherokee capped off a wild weekend that also included a mess on Saturday night at Sonoya. The Spring Nationals opened their season Friday at Swainsboro with Brandon Overton leading 44 of 53 laps to score the $10,000 win over pole sitter Sam Seawright and Mike Marler. The whole group, though, then moved to Sonoya on Saturday for what was supposed to be another 10,000 win show. But more than half the field was loaded up before heat races even started. The track dealt with a lot of rain all winter, and it sounds like the surface threw them a curveball on Saturday night and turned into a rutted up mess. A number of guys, including Overton, Marler, Shane Clan, and others decided it just wasn't worth it and packed their cars up. The 43-car field was just 18 by feature time, and at the end of the main event that was shortened from 53 to 35 laps, only six cars were running. Ashton Winger had control in his car. Uh, of the sh of the show until something broke and he pounded the turn four wall and at the end will harrington survived for the victory with ross bales and parker martin rounding out the podium but even bales and martin didn't make it to the end uh, they actually collided on the final lap and both had to limp to the finish definitely a night nobody wanted sonoya posted a full apology to their social media accounts i hate it for them because they put in a lot of work to make that facility nice they did all that tarping late last year to save the flow ra uh, racing weekend it just sucks 
And I hope the fans and competitors uh, don't give up on them because of it. I'm sure there were some upset people, though, uh, at, at the place. Obviously, we know a lot of the competitors were not happy, but I think Sonoya is better than that, and I think they'll learn from this and be better for it in the future. Evolution last night, the Award of Outlaw Sprint Cars were back in action for a double feature night. Things started off with the regularly scheduled Sunday show. They then re-racked everything and ran the dash and feature that were left over from the final Dirt Car Nationals night a few weeks ago. Gio Selzy and Buddy Kofoid led the field to green from the front row with Selzy leading until lap 9. Carson Macedo moved up from 3rd to take the top spot in traffic on lap 10, and that was it. Macedo drove on to his first outlaw victory of 2023. Behind him, Selzy and Kofoid fell out of contention after contact on a late restart where Kofoid actually climbed Selzy's left rear. Selzy ended up parking the 18 while Kofoid did limp to the finish. David Gravel ended up second while Casey Kane was third. It was Kane's first outlaw podium finish since Husett's last June. Uh, the track for the first feature, pretty narrow, uh, but there did end up being some passing even with that happening. Dottie Shots went 21st to 7th to get hard charger, so still po uh, possible to pass out there. But the track got better as the night went on, and it did widen out for the nightcap. In that makeup feature, there were seven guys who did not show back up from Dirt Car National. So Corey Eliason, Danny Dietrich, Hunter Schoenberg, Parker Price-Miller, Anthony Macri, Brett Marks, and Tyler Courtney all scored 22nd on back as DNS. James McFadden sat on the pole, and he was untouched out front. He led all 30 laps to score the 100th Ward of Outlaws win for Roth Motorsports. It was his sixth career series victory and the first ever for the Toyota 410 Sprint Car engine. Behind him, things went sideways for David Gravel's Big Gator Championship. I talked about this last week. With the lead he had in that Big Gator Championship point standing, he was basically going to need to have trouble for uh, Schuhart to catch him. But that's what happened. With 12 to go, Carson Macedo blew a left rear tire, collected Jacob Allen, collected David Gravel. I think all three crews did pretty miracu uh, miraculous work uh, to eventually get all of them back out of the work area. Gravel's car had broken shocks. It had bent header pipes. There was wing damage. Uh, but the incident relegated Gravel to 12th at the end, and a fourth-place finish for Logan Schuhart saw him bag the uh, Big Gator for the second time in three years. Behind J-Mac out front, Brad Sweet and Brian Brown rounded out the podium. I definitely think McFadden started the season on the hot seat here at Roth, and hopefully this early victory should lower the pressure on him just a little bit. I am glad, though, that he didn't get the boot. Uh, he's super talented. I think he deserves to be out full-time. Uh, with four races now complete, Gravel has a slight four-point advantage over Shuhart in the World of Outlaws standing. Shuhart is the only driver with top fives in all four races so far this season. And he, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Carson Macedo are the only three drivers with four top tens. Tonight at Volusia, they'll do it all over again with another full program. You can watch that one live on Dirt Vision if you are not nearby. Uh, one other note from last night. Hat tip to Kyle Knapp on Twitter for pointing this one out. Did you notice both Casey Kane and Brad Sweet had the High Limit Series logo stitched on their fire suits next to the World of Outlaws Series logo? The patches were there for Dirt Car Nationals too, but I missed it from a few weeks ago. It's an interesting little wrinkle here between the drivers in the series. Maybe a subtle little kind of rebellious move, uh, plus the chance at some guerrilla marketing for their series on Dervision. Uh, this uh, Outlaw vs. High Limit saga continues. Looking elsewhere this weekend, Freddie Raymer went 15th to the win on Saturday at Lincoln, topping race-long leader Danny Dietrich and Alan Crimes. Dwayne Howard topped Mike Guler in the modified portion of that Saturday show. At Port Royal on Sunday, we had a great race late between Jeff Halligan, Parker Price-Miller, and the mayor, Dylan Sisney. PPM led at the white flag, but Sisney made a move into turn one and beat the law firm back to the checkered. Dylan Stake was the day's late model winner. Bobby Pierce picked up a $10,000 win at Springfield, and Tom Barry Jr. and Jake Tim bagged the opening weekend victories with the USMTS Modifieds. 
There are four shows on tap today for the streaming services. Dirt Vision has the Word of Outlaws from Volusia, like I just said, and Dirt Vision now. Speedsport has IMCA action from Devil's Bowl, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Monday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more. <laughs>